This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. This podcast may contain adult themes, strong language, and stupid health advice. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome back to In Bad Taste, where we cast a critical eye over health documentaries and the claims they make. I'm your host, registered nutritionist, Pixie Turner. And I'm cardiothoracic surgeon, Dr. Nikki Stamp. It's our final week of that sugar film. Now, we haven't whoop, whoop. exactly adored this film and we haven't exactly hated it either. Honestly, by week four of all of these films, we, we're just like, we're a little bit over it. Um, but mm-hmm. on the upside, we're not ready to kill anyone over this one for a change. No, we are not. But we are not entirely happy either. Are you surprised by this? Uh, no, we are not in the business of letting people off without appropriate punishment for misleading you, dear listener. Mm-hmm. This week, we're going to discuss Damon's attempt at science, which wasn't really science, and tell you why. Yep, we're going to give you a crash course in what science actually is and tell you our thoughts on the film overall so you can eat sugar without being haunted by Damon dancing in his yellow undies. It's too late. I'm already haunted by that image. It gets me in my sleep. I'm actually surprised no one's emailed us yet to say that we're being mean about his undies. I mean, of course we're being mean about his undies. They are not acceptable. <laughs> okay. There's this, this really funny ad um, that aired a few years ago here in Australia. Um, it was an ad, it went, it aired during summer and it was an ad for um, an ice cream. And what – so in summer – in Australia, particularly in Perth, where I'm from, which is pretty chilled, it's somewhat acceptable to just cruise around in your bathers or your swimmers or your togs or whatever you call them, right? Um, you know, you, clothing's optional, shoes are optional. We're pretty chilled here. Um, but there, there gets a point when you when you call your, your bathers undies. So there's this film of this guy walking down the street and the further away he gets from the beach, he's, the guy's going – bathers 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 undies and then like ranting on about why it's inappropriate just to cruise around in your undies um so don't cruise around in your undies team yeah don't do that because let's be honest nobody really wants to see that and why are you doing this to yourself especially if you have yellow undies on (laughs) it's a bad look guys it's a bad bad look anyway enough about the undies let's get to the science These kinds of documentaries have a tendency uh, to 
rely on doing these kind of quote-unquote experiments mm. to try and prove their point. And I can totally see why. It's very compelling viewing. We enjoy watching somebody suffer. Schadenfreude is a real thing. It's uh, it's it's kind of great at times. Mm-hmm. It's human. And we we enjoy watching some dude go through a series of experiments or a single experiment that makes them suffer in the name of apparently science. But this is not science, right? No. Because it's an anecdote. And it is misleading to present it as more than it actually is. Yeah. And look, I think you're right. I think there is value in watching these. I think it gives it, you know, a relatableness. That's not a word. <laughs> Relatability? Yes. <laughs> oh my god i speak english it's okay good um but no it does i look i don't i don't necessarily have a problem with people using narratives to illustrate a point uh i think the problem comes when you you describe this very poorly designed uh narrative as giving it equal or or more value than the very large body of actual scientific evidence on a topic. Um, and look, the, these sorts of films, the, or this approach rather to health films, has been really popular, I think, since Morgan's, Morgan, <laughs> he's called Morgan Spurlock, uh, supersized me, which was the guy who, um, oh, yeah. I think we're going to do this film at some point. We should, because I remember being forced to watch it in school. Oh, and really? it was not enjoyable to watch him eat McDonald's and then be sick everywhere. Yeah, 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 yeah. We sh- we really should do this. But, you know, like for those of you who haven't seen it, you know, he basically eats McDonald's three meals a day and every time they ask him if he would like to supersize his meal, he always says yes. So that's where that, that title came from. Um, Obviously this is in America because supersizing is not a thing in the UK. Do you know, did I ever tell you my McDonald's story when I was flying home? <laughs> you have a story every single time and I love it. Okay, go. Right. this is a good story. This is this is quite funny. I think this is a really good example of one McDonald's, two McDonald's in the US, three the US. Um, so I was flying home from a conference in, where was I? Baltimore. Um, and... I even heard gunfire in Baltimore. Uh, so cool. Got the full American experience. Uh, and, um, and yeah, I, look, I was, I was feeling a little bit dusty. Uh, I'd been out for dinner the night before, had a, you know, 24-hour flight ahead of me. And so I decided in the airport to, you know, make myself feel a little bit more human to have McDonald's because that's what everyone has. You know, if you have a dirty kebab or Maccas or pizza or something like that when you've been out the night before. You can stop justifying yourself. It's okay. You're allowed to have a McDonald's. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I did. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, so I I went and I ordered what I always order at McDonald's, which is a medium cheeseburger meal, which is a cheeseburger, a medium fries and a medium Coke. That's what I get all the time. So that's what I ordered. And she said, okay, so your order is um, two cheeseburgers, uh, fries, and a Coke. I said, no, I just want one cheeseburger. And she's like, yeah, but it comes with two. And I'm like, yeah, but I'm not going to eat that. I want I want one. And she's like, but it comes with two. And I'm like, yeah, but I don't want two. I want one. And it went back and forth like this for quite a while where I couldn't understand why anyone would want two burgers 
and she couldn't understand why I wouldn't want two burgers. And then eventually when I got my meal, this is the medium, right? This is, I think, a you know, fairly conservative size serving. It was a large. It was the equivalent of an Australian large. So had I got the meal as she wanted to, to you know, give it to me, I would have had two burgers, a large fries and a large Coke. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. I was like, my mind was blown and I'm sure her mind was blown. She's probably telling the same story about this Aussie girl who like, how dare she like, she rejected a perfectly good burger. Yeah, I mean, the US, the US is a strange and mysterious place and we will definitely be getting onto that documentary at some point. And then you could tell that story all over again because people will absolutely be ready to hear it again because it is very important. I think it's great, yeah. But yeah, back to this one. <laughs> back to, back to she- yeah, yeah, sorry. Um, but, you know, like that was, the, that was the film that sort of started it all. And, you know, like I say, I have no problem with using a narrative to uh, help tell, a, tell the science. But, you know, Damon's experiment, the rules are very vague. It's very dramatic. Like all of the health professionals that he enlists express this super dramatic concern. Like he's going to eat different food for six weeks. The impact on his overall health and well-being for just that, well, what is it, four weeks, six weeks, whatever it is, like in the context of his entire life is so tiny, right? He's not going base jumping off the Eiffel Tower, okay? He's not going to Mars, Mm, yeah, that's concerning. Um, <laughs> imagine if he was chosen to settle Mars. Um, 
but yeah, you know, like it's not, it's, it's not the big dramatic thing that they're saying that it is, you know, his partner's like, oh my God, I hope you're okay. He's, it's fine. Everything is fine. Okay. So the experiment is dodgy. I think we've run through this before. We'll run through it again. The experiment starts with him eating only so-called healthy food, which obviously we have a problem with that anyway. Um, you know, some someone I know wrote a te- had a TED talk on this. Who who did that? Huh? Your your TED talk on oh. <laughs> you did. Well, I did not pick up on that at all. <laughs> I was giving you a compliment. Oh my god, you literally handed it to me on a plate, and I was just like, "Huh? What's this? I didn't order this." <laughs> You're such a dog. I love it. Yes, I have very much done. Was it that much fun that you've forgotten it? Oh, my God, yes. I did a TEDx talk about how there's no such thing as good and bad food. So, uh, yes, yes. You should watch that. Pixie should also watch that to refresh her memory that she actually did the talk. What did did I actually say? Yeah, no. Fair, very fair. But yes, please, please go on with you were describing the various mistakes that Damon made. All right. Thank you. Um, so, yeah, so he's eating quote unquote healthy food so, and he's going to meet his sugar intake in his diet just from eating these foods. He allegedly keeps his energy expenditure the same. Now, he, he doesn't measure his energy intake or output before or after. Not accurately, at least. No, exactly. Um, But you know what? He says he only exercises 10 minutes a day, which incidentally doesn't meet the physical activity requirements. So he's actually, so the the current recommendations for physical activity are that you need to be doing 150 minutes of moderate intensity exercise a week. That could be anything, gardening, walking, dancing, footy, whatever. So he's not even doing that. He's not even meeting the bare minimum. Where is his outrage for his deviation from so-called healthy behaviours on that front? Hmm? Where is mm. that? And, you know, at one point later in the documentary, he actually even says that he's struggling to find the motivation to do the same exercise, which likely means that although he's probably potentially doing the same 10 minutes, he's not putting the same effort into it and therefore right. he's actually not going to be expending the same amount of energy as before, which Correct. is kind of a crucial detail that gets missed out in the final analysis. And he's also travelling a lot. He travels around, he flies a lot mm. of places. Um, I don't know about you, but like when I'm away, I definitely don't exercise as much as I normally would, particularly if you're doing long-haul flights. Like you just, you can't. You physically can't. People frown upon you doing push-ups in the middle of the plane. They do. That's been my experience. Um, Anyway, he's going to eat 40 teaspoons of sugar a day, 167 grams of sugar, which we've already stated repeatedly is well above what the average person eats. And he says he's going to eat the same amount of calories. He guesstimates he eats around 2,300 before and after, but they never measure anything. They never measure his before diet. They never measure his experimental diet. I've never heard so someone give so many guesstimates ever. He's like, eh, it's about 10 tablespoons of sugar. Eh, it's about 85% lactose. Eh, I yeah. eat about 2,300 calories. Eh, about half of it is fat. Eh, close enough. I mean, yeah. so if you're doing an experiment that you're going to be, you know, hanging an entire film on, close enough isn't good enough in my opinion. Yeah, and you know, one thing they do measure, they do take his measurements in quite a lot of detail. He has blood tests, he has his 
his height and weight and various mm-hmm. measurements in terms of his uh like the, the inches on his waist and all that kind of thing all he has a lot of measurements taken by professionals all as you said who very much say to him not to do this which is very typical like in any kinds of these documentaries you will mm-hmm. see the healthcare professionals say to the person don't do it and yes i mean i would also say the same thing to somebody but it's also it's included for dramatic effect okay let's let's be quite yeah. frank about that it's included for dramatic narrative effect that we are meant to be invested in this that there are stakes now and the stakes are have been raised through the just the mere presence of these healthcare professionals stating that this is something that is a terrible idea don't do it it's going to be bad even though at the end they all say i'm surprised that your measurements changed this much it's like be consistent at first you're like no this is terrible don't do it and at the end you're like i'm surprised that it had such an effect it's like but that was what you said would i'm confused exactly exactly we always get the measurements person we always get to see the dramatic change if it's some if it's a documentary like this it's that the before is healthy and the after is unhealthy if it's something like the magic pill where we're talking about people who are going on a magic pill diet then we start with all the unhealthy people generally we start with here are all the pills they're taking and we end with here are all the pills they're not taking Mm -hmm. this is the format it doesn't tend to deviate a lot from that so i found damon's um after like before after really interesting like very interesting because Mm, so um i suppose we're gonna we'll talk about his weight so if you don't want to listen to that just block your ears for two seconds um so he gains how many is that he gains more eight kilos um his waist Mm -hmm. circumference goes up um he starts with completely normal blood tests liver function tests lipids he says diabetes is normal. You need to tell me what that actually is. You can't just say diabetes is normal. Which specific test for diabetes? How was it measured? When was it measured? Um, and he also says at the end he gained 7% body fat. Again, how was that measured? Because measurement of body composition can be done by so many means and a good deal of them are very, very inaccurate. So that do- that doesn't actually tell us anything. He says that his one of his liver enzymes is elevated, which could indicate we don't know because we don't test it any further. Could indicate that he's put a, he's actually storing fat within his liver, non-alcoholic fatty liver disease, which we talked about earlier. But again, they don't they don't take that any further. It could be elevated because he had a drink the night before. If you have a bit of alcohol the night before you have this blood test, you could find that it's elevated. He says that one of his blood lipids, triglyceride, goes up. However, it's still in the normal range. It is higher, but it's still within the normal range. Um, And that can also fluctuate from day to day. So, look, I I think this is – I think that these numbers are interesting. They are N equals 1, but they are interesting. Um, I think they're interesting in that, yeah, there's been obviously been a change, but I also think they're interesting in that you can't really trust them because we don't get told how they're measured – um, you, you know, we don't prove that they're from necessarily from this diet. But I have to say the one after thing that really kind of irritates me is that he talks a lot about his, and this, I'm sorry, we're going to have to come back to him like dancing in his undies. He talks about his belly jiggling. jiggling. And oh, yes, I think this sends the wrong mess. Well, 
I know this sends the wrong message, right? If he mm-hmm. made this entire experiment about how interesting it was that his um, blood tests have changed, for example, I think that's more interesting. I'd have a lot more respect for him if he just focused on that. But in the end, he sort of said, look, you know, look how unattractive I am with my jiggly belly. And I was like, no, you lost me. You lost me. I'm afraid. I'm sorry. Yeah. Why do you have to make this about aesthetics all of a sudden? (sighs) Why? Especially because he makes a comment at the end that, you know, his wife is pregnant and then she has the kid and he's does this whole monologue about he doesn't want his kid to have problems with food and to go on diet after diet. And I'm like... Don't do the the belly jiggle thing claiming that you are oh so terrible when actually your body is not large by any by mm, any reasonable standard at no. this point and you're just that's the kind of conversation and that's the kind of thing that if your kid sees that is going to potentially make your kid stress and go on a diet stop making the focus on aesthetics when there's so much other stuff to talk about or telling your kid perpetually that sugar is bad and evil and dangerous like that was also bad anyway look all in all it's not actually an experiment okay an experiment that is done is done with controlled um controlled uh variables for instance we would exactly measure how much food he is eating uh and and its composition Uh, we would measure that using using reliable means we would have multiple people because we want to make sure that the results we're finding aren't just due to chance um, or to some other variable that we haven't accounted for Um, we would we would take a whole bunch of other things into consideration that would make sure that the results we're getting at the end we can be sure that they are due to the thing that we think is causing the end results this 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 just this isn't it is a nice story sure it's it's interesting story wow things have changed but it's it's not actually an experiment and i really hate that these films you know the magic pill is another film that does that um it's it's another film that that has experiments but they, they mean they don't really mean anything when we're trying to give out information to help a large number of people yeah they say experiment they mean case study and case studies can and do have their place sure but call it what it actually is like say it's a case study say it's an anecdote i mean it's the second lowest form of evidence it's literally just above twitter insults when it comes to like how good the standard of evidence is and how how much it's taken into consideration in terms of looking at the overall picture case studies can be helpful in terms of triggering a whole area of research that might not really have gathered as much interest before it's a helpful starting point but it is only a starting point and he's just one guy he does a whole bunch of things like international travel there's so many other variables that don't get controlled for this is not a well-conducted experiment full stop yep yep that's all that being said you know i i didn't hate this film um Mm -hmm. i didn't hate it um do you know the first time i watched it and i think i've I've said this before the first time i watched it was probably back in about 2000 and oh about 2013 2014 basically when it first like around the time it first came out and at that time sugar cutting sugar out of your diet was super popular there was the i quit sugar program which incidentally i did 
um, uh, because I don't know why um, it was popular and I thought like, oh, that sounded like a good idea. It wasn't the worst thing I've ever done to myself in terms of my food. Um, <laughs> like, you know, I certainly have done worse forms of diet um, and, you know, I still ate like pretty, you know, wide variety of foods. However, the time I was doing it, the only thing I wanted was sugar. <laughs> Like, you know, I just wanted something sweet. Uh, and I also spent a lot of money on rice malt syrup, agave, um, <laughs> and all this other crap that was apparently not sugar but actually is sugar. Um, so I, I didn't hate it because I think, you know, we've said this a few times, unlike a lot of the other things that we watch, it was really visually appealing. It had one simple message which it kept to the whole way through. It didn't meander off into unrelated nonsense and it didn't claim to cure cancer. But... I am not a big fan of demonizing food. I mean, I really, I'm all for education and public health campaigns. I'm, I'm all about, you know, I'll give you as many tools as we can to help you live your life a little bit easier, a little bit healthier. And I think the attempt to do that is admirable, but I don't think it quite does it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I am with you on that. I think, Compared to a lot of the other documentaries that we have looked at, this one, it is really well made. Yeah. It is really well made. And I agree with everything you've said. One thing I noticed is that normally these documentaries, they just make me want to eat the very things they're saying not to eat out of spite yep. because I'm that kind of person. Mm -hmm. But with this with this particular documentary, I, I actually was put off. Yes. And I was eating grapes while watching it and I did feel a bit icky and I suddenly mm -hmm. felt like my grapes were super sweet and it was a bit like, I felt a bit, ugh, just like a bit like, oh no. That's so interesting. That's never happened with the other documentaries before. So clearly there was something about the way this documentary was done and mm -hmm. it was very well made mm -hmm. that actually for the first time slightly put me off the very food's that it was saying not to eat. Yeah. And I, I think... So that's something. I, no, I, I agree. Look, and I, you know, that was how I felt when I first watched it. Um, you, you know, I, I think to that point, this is obviously the least harmful film by a long shot that we've ever watched. Uh, and I think if the worst thing that happens from people watching this film, uh, that they eat, you know, more vegetables, they reduce the added sugars, they don't drink Mountain Dew every day, um, look, I think that's fine. I think that's, you know, that's a that's a good thing. I just think that there is a better way about it because this film is very much like spirit fingers. It's bright, it's shiny, there's not a lot of substance. Um, but if you if you just take away the sort of top line, reduce your sugar intake as if you can, as much as you can, cool. I think that's that's a win. But it doesn't negate the fact that if you are selling a story about how something is bad or, or that the science is this or whatever, that you, you do still have a responsibility to tell that story um, accurately. Yeah. What a lovely note to end on. I think that sums it up beautifully. Yeah. But we actually haven't decided what we're going to watch <gasps> next time. <gasps> uh, we will decide. But for now, we're just going to let it be a surprise. We're not going to tell you this time. Ha ha. You will have to be in the dark and just next week you will suddenly magically get a new episode on your podcast app thingy majiggy and then you'll find out what we're watching next. So, surprise! <laughs> 
is so well organized this week. Everything is oh, going well. Oh, yes. And also my cat is like attacking me. She's trying to get on the microphone. This podcast recording is going very, very well. Anyway, um, please don't forget to leave us a five-star rating because that's how people will find us. Um, and, of course, tell your mates. Make sure you sub- subscribe. Mm, cannot say that word. Um, subscribe because then we just pop up on your phone just like magic. Hello. Hello. If you have questions or comments, you can get in contact with us via email in badtastepodcast at gmail.com. Tell us what you want to hear. Um, what what do you want us to watch? Um, please make sure you listen to the back catalogue first because we often get duplicate requests. But, you know, tell us what you want us want us to watch. Do you know what we should do? This I'm completely off topic here. We should watch like a regular film and analyse it. <laughs> Could you imagine? <laughs> oh my god! What would we? Watch? I should make you watch Lord of the Rings. Oh, fuck off! I'm not doing that. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm just being stubborn. <laughs> um, look, yes, look, get in contact with us. Let us know what's going on. Um, tell us if you've ever quit sugar. Um, you can also come and see us on our socials. Pixie is at Pixie Nutrition and I am at Dr. Nikki Stamp. And as always, we will leave you some references and relevant links in the show notes below, below, below. Once again, ding, ding, ding. We get to leave this documentary behind. Joy of joys, (sighs) relief of reliefs. We're done. Thank God. We'll see you next week for some other shit that some other dude probably wrote. We will be analyzing some other shit we'll see you then (laughs) Bye. bye A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company. They offer flexible, budget friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.